you close your bathroom door, not because you're a terrorist and you're making bombs or you're doing something illegal. You close your bathroom door because you want privacy. You can have... Yeah, yeah. I sometimes drop a bomb in my bathroom. <laughs> okay, bombs is the wrong word. Um, <laughs> you, uh, you close the doors because you want privacy, not because you're doing something illegal or whatever, which is, goes back to Chemical our... Warfare. <laughs> which I'm ignoring all that, which goes back to our... Um, Privacy being something opt-in. So it's only things that you want to share. And believe me, you only want to share certain things that you do in the bathroom. Um, yeah, you can put a lock on your bathroom door so that, um, you know, you're getting some sort of protection. I- I'm taking the analogy way too far. But anyway, privacy and security is not the same thing. Welcome to myprivacy.help with Faris and Gordon. Everything you do online becomes information stored on someone else's computer. We help you reclaim control of your data, your privacy, your life. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us again from myprivacy.help. This is the podcast where we actually talk about online privacy and security. And Gordon, that is actually the topic for today's um, podcast is what is the difference between privacy and security? And I have a very fearful nagging in the back of my head that you're going to ask me, what is the difference? Yeah, Faris, what is the difference? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't, but since you asked. Well, that, that normally is what happens. Gordon is very, very good at the Socratic method where I ask him a question. He goes, well, what do you think? Uh, you actually did study psychology, didn't you? That's probably where that comes from. I studied one year. I studied the first year of in university, psychology and computer science. And I thought, this is way too much. Why am I doing a double degree? And then I realized there was a lot of it was nonsense, but uh, a lot, a lot of it was interesting. Anyway. Um, well, let, let's, let's forget about computers and online and data real world. What's the difference between privacy and security? So I, you actually explained this to me a while ago, and I think it's a, I'm just going to steal your analogy. So um, security is you have, a gate into your property and a fence. So that stops people from coming in. But privacy is people being able to see into the house. So you might have a wire fence, um, but people can see through the wire fence. And if your um, blinds are open and your lights are on, people can see what's going on. So security, people can't get into your house. Privacy, people can't see what's happening in your house. Yeah, uh, good analogy. Uh, pat myself on the back for that. That's good. I I, I use a, a a very simplistic. I know it's absurd. Of a simplification, of a bathroom door. You close your bathroom door not because you're a terrorist and you're making bombs or you're doing something illegal. You close your bathroom door because you want privacy. You can have. Yeah, yeah. I sometimes drop a bomb in my bathroom. <laughs> okay, bombs is the wrong word. Um, <laughs> you are. Uh, you close the doors because you want privacy, not because you're doing something illegal or whatever, which is, goes back to our, <laughs> which I'm ignoring all that, which goes back to our um, privacy being something opt-in. So it's only things that you want to share. And believe me, you only want to share certain things that you do in the bathroom. Um, yeah, you can put a lock on your bathroom door so that, um, you know, you're getting some sort of protection. I, I'm taking the analogy way too far, but anyway, privacy and security is not the same thing. Um, and generally you'll find that sometimes they're the same. If you have security, you also have privacy, but in the reverse, 
sometimes you have privacy with with little security. Um, <laughs> let's uh, let's go into some actual examples. Uh, get away from the bathroom. In terms of uh, online privacy, let's say data privacy. Data data is not information. What what do you think the difference is between data privacy and data security? All right, so I am going to do my best here. So from my understanding, from a real-world perspective, someone like myself, um, okay, data privacy. Now, I use a VPN, and what I think that does is every time I go online, my computer is going to send out its IP address um, and all these other details related to my computer. It tells the world, here's exactly where my location is, um, the exact type of computer that I'm using, the exact browser that I'm using. So VPN will change that. So VPN is instead of me um, publicly making my home address available, I'm using a post office box. Um, and that post office box with a VPN can be anywhere in the world. So it, it masks your location. Um, that's, I think that's more of a privacy thing. I don't think that does anything when it comes to security is my understanding. So security is essentially um, how am I protecting myself against uh, viruses, malware, um, that kind of stuff. To me, that just comes down to proper habits. Um, And yeah, uh, what was the term that we've used in the past that I'm looking for, Gordon? Um, Oh, come on, man. Help me out here. I, I don't know. Um, no, no, come on. We've used this term so many times. I've just forgotten what it is. Um, hygiene, security hygiene. So security hygiene is basically what you do with your computer is like, you don't open emails from a Nigerian prince or, you know, there's free Bitcoins awaiting for you. If you click on this link, that's not privacy, that's security. So security is, um, your habits, whereas privacy is every time you go online, um, you can't control what your computer sends out. It's designed to do that. The apps that you use are designed to do that. Um, if you're on Instagram, that's not private. Um, so th- those to me are, are the different things. And I know it's probably incredibly basic and vague. No, that's good. And, and just sticking with that social media. So let's say you're on Instagram or Twitter or pick your social media platform. If you're talking about privacy versus security, privacy is the control of who has access to that data. So let's use, uh, you mentioned Instagram. So uh, privacy is, if you don't share a photo on Instagram, then no one has access to the data. If you share a photo on Instagram, but you make a private or you deleted some of that, Instagram, Facebook, still has access to that data, potentially other third parties and advertisers as well. So I think we all understand that, you know, privacy. Security, so privacy is about the control of the data and who 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 has access to that data. And security, as you mentioned, is the protection of the data. So Instagram example, privacy would be who controls, let's say you have a photo and you deleted it, but that, as we know, social media still keeps copies of that data and potentially sells them to third parties. Who has access to that photo? Who can access it? Security would be different in that it's more about Instagram's platform. Who, how, how is your data being protected? Your username, your password, um, can it be hacked? 
and essentially how well or how badly Facebook, Instagram protects uh, that data. Um, going back to the VPN, VPN is really good because I think a lot of people use it for the wrong reasons. And I use a VPN for security. And I think what you just mentioned is you use the VPN for security. You don't use it for privacy. Um, a VPN provides both privacy and security, but perhaps in different ways. A VPN provides security, which is why I use it, by con- by creating a secure connection between your computer and, say, the website. Instagram.com or Twitter.com. That means that anyone in the middle, your ISP, uh, another ISP, another country, another internet service provider, another web host, whoever, can't get access to your data. Well, they can get access to your data, but it's encrypted and they just don't know what it is. So that's great if you're using Wi-Fi, you're in a coffee shop, you don't really trust the people there. And so usually an internet connection isn't like your computer connected to whatever website. It goes through a series of hops and there may be 15 hops. Well, if you don't use a VPN, any one of those hops could potentially, whether it's a government, a corporation, Joe Schmo, um, get access to that data that you're sending. Um, now I'm, I'm oversimplifying that because people are like, what about HTTPS? You know how you see that padlock um, on, on some webs. I'm, I'm sort of skipping over that. Um, it provides privacy, as you mentioned, and first we need to do a separate episode on IP addresses because, uh, I think that's something that people don't understand. And that's actually changed probably in the last five, 10 years, the way that IP addresses work. Um, you're kind of using an, a VPN because your location has changed. So, you know, you might be in New Zealand, but using a VPN from Japan. Okay. That's great. So you're, it's, it's sort of like privacy from what or from who? You are being private from the general public, um, not knowing your IP address. But if you're going to say twitter.com, they already know that it's you. You can change your VPN from Japan to Europe to South America. It doesn't matter. And another episode we need to do is on tracking. Because as you mentioned, your browser, your browser history and your unique browser, you're using an iMac of this version, you're using Safari of this version, you're using this screen size, whatever. You can change your VPN provider even to a different location, different VPN provider. They still know that it's you. So you're not actually getting any privacy from Twitter, but more importantly, you're not getting any privacy from your VPN provider. And that might be completely obvious to everyone, but if you're using a VPN, even though I probably say the top VPN providers have a reputation to protect, so they probably don't want to be selling your data to third parties because that would ruin their business model. More than likely, they get hacked and hackers get access to all your browsing history. Um, You're not protected from your VPN for all. You have no privacy whatsoever. So I know that's a nuanced answer and nothing is ever, you know, completely private, completely secure. But for me, I use a VPN for security to create that secure connection. I don't use it for privacy because whatever I'm going to already knows that it's me. And whatever VPN provider that I use knows is me. So um, for me, the connection, the secure connection is more important. That makes a, a lot of sense, actually, when I do get that. So what next question is, what VPN do you use? Oh, I don't know if, you, uh, if, if you're trolling me on this, but so I use my own VPN. Um, and this 
goes back to our last episode of self-hosting. And what a lot of people don't realize is you can self-host, which means you set up your own computer at your home or online somewhere, and you set up your own email, you set up your own cloud storage, you set up your own VPN. So I use my own VPN. So it's a, it's something that I've set up and I use what is called a VPN router, which I won't go into, but it essentially means that I'm not relying on a third party, a VPN provider. I've set up a VPN myself, self-hosted. So every time I browse the web and use a VPN, it goes through that computer, which I've set up myself. So I, I trust it because I've done it. And it's, um, you know, goes out to the intent and does what I need to do. Cool. Um, now, if someone wanted to do this, is it difficult for them to set up their own VPN? Is it something that my privacy that help can do for them? Yeah, of course. And uh, without being an ad for us, it's definitely something that you could do by yourself. And as I mentioned, uh, I, I'm going to come out with some DIY guides where you guys can follow along. Um, you will need a little bit of, not, not even a little bit, you'll need a little bit of tech saveness, but essentially you're going to set up your own server, which is a fancy word for a computer. Um, and once you set that up, you can, using the, ama- the amazing uh, thing of open source, you can set up stuff like your own email, your own website, your own VPN, your own password manager, whatever. The, you know, it's basically limitless in terms of what you can set up. And um, privacy, at the end of the day, is you being able to control your own data. If you're using a VPN, at the very least, the service, Twitter, Facebook, or whatever you're going to, knows that it's you and your VPN provider knows it's you. So, yes, it's better than nothing, but no, you do not really have complete true privacy because what I worry about, and I don't use VPN providers anymore, it's not so much that they're selling a data. If you're using a free VPN, they definitely are. But if you're using a paid VPN, it's not in their interest to sell a data because as soon as word gets out about that, their their business model is gone. So I'm pretty sure that they're not doing that, but it's more than likely that an employee or, you know, a hacker or someone gets access to that information. And if you say that's fantasy, just go to our favorite website, cyware.com, type in Twitter, type in NordVPN, type in ExpressVPN, and you can see the amount of incidents and data leaks there. And before I finish, this is not science fiction or a movie. AT&T in the past, um, low-level employees, support employees have actually been coerced, um, encouraged by gangs, by uh, mafia, whatever you want to call it, to um, do stuff like this, to to leak data, to change people's phone numbers, to do all that kind of stuff. So you can imagine an an employee making $40,000 a year um, has an opportunity to make a couple of million dollars by accidentally leaking some username and passwords or whatever. That's not, that's not science fiction. That's not, that's not fiction. That's actually happened. Um, so yeah, I mean, I would be extremely cautious using a VPN. VPN technology is great. It's like everything. It's how you implement it. And the only way to have true privacy and security is to self-host it, do it yourself. That makes a lot of sense. And uh, yeah, for that website, it's myware.com, right? Uh, C-Y. Oh, sorry, C-Y-W-A-R-E.com. Um, I'm keeping myself with myprivacy.help. So if you want to find out more about self-hosting, 
and it is actually easily affordable. It's not that difficult to set up. Um, Gordon knows this stuff and he's gone through a lot of effort to make this um, easy and accessible to everyone. Um, just go to myprivacy.help um, to look at what services and products might be available to you, but also just shoot us any queries and any questions that you guys might have, any anything we can actually answer on the podcast itself. Yeah, absolutely, Faris. And, and obviously, we've got products and services there. And we work on the, the freemium model, you know, for 99% of people, I would love to to have them do it themselves, you know, follow along with the tutorial, get a computer. And Faris says it's a cost efficient. You can do it for free. If you've got a computer within the last four or five years, it's good enough to be a server. You basically wipe the windows or whatever was on it. Um and you set up stuff like an e- VPN or email or, or cloud storage and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, sure, it takes time and, and you've got to follow along. And if you've got any questions along, I would love for people to be able to do that. The reality is not everyone has the time, the patience, and perhaps the expertise to do that. So that's where that's where we come in. But I would absolutely love for us, for, for everyone, if not most people, to do that by themselves. And uh, we can help you along with that journey. Um, yeah, myprivacy.help. And as far as I said, ask us any questions. We've got links to social media, uh, private social media, no Facebook or Twitter or any of that nonsense. And, uh, you know, our podcast and YouTube and tutorials and all that kind of stuff as well. So, yeah, we're pretty excited to basically have you guys be more self-sufficient, get yourself self-hosted. As far as says it's cost efficient, it's not, you can do it for zero. You can do it for no cost. The only thing to do it is really your time. If you don't have that, we can help you out with, with that also. So uh, I've rambled on too much. Faris, please close us off. No, 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 no. Thank you everyone for listening. And um, yeah, private um, social media is something we'll talk about in another podcast, but yeah, for now, just go to myprivacy.help. And thanks again, everyone. Thanks for watching or listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like, subscribe, and share so we can spread this educational content to others like yourself. Visit myprivacy.help.